friends, I'm Sandra Peoples, one of your co-hosts for Key Ministry, the podcast. Thank you so much for hitting play on today's episode. I'm excited to spend the next 10-ish minutes with you. Today, I'm talking about the fastest growing class in our church's disability ministry. We call it the RISE class. It stands for Reverse Inclusion Serves Everyone. My son James, who is 16 and has level 3 autism, is part of the class, and he loves it. So today I'm going to give you all the details for this reverse inclusion class so you can decide if it might work for you and your church as well. Before we jump in, I want to extend an invitation to join me in financially supporting Key Ministry. I am not an employee of Key Ministry, but I do serve as a board member. So I see year after year how God uses Key to make a huge impact with actually a pretty small budget. That's why I donate at the end of each year to Key, and I want to encourage you to do the same if you have benefited from this podcast or any of the work that Key does. You can visit keyministry.org donate to give a donation of any amount. Okay, now let's talk about reverse inclusion and why it's a good fit for my son and for our church. First, reverse inclusion is a class that is designed for teens and young adults with disabilities, but it invites typical teenagers and young adults in for the purpose of friendship. So it's for teens like James who wouldn't really enjoy being part of our youth group. That environment, it really isn't safe for him and the curriculum doesn't fit his needs. So instead, we've created a class that is a good fit for him and for our other teenagers. So let me give you a few details about our church so I can kind of set the stage for you. At our church, we have Sunday school at 9 and then we have the worship service at 10:30. So the rise class meets at both times. Some students are in the class for Sunday school and then they sit with their families during the service. And some of them, like James, are in the class for both hours. So during the worship service at the second hour time, they join us for singing and prayer. (laughs) They sit on the front row, so they have plenty of space to move. (laughs) They grab a sensory bag on their way into the worship center so that they have fidgets and noise-reducing headphones available. Then after the music, they head back to their classroom so that they can hear a lesson that's designed for them. There are so many great curriculum options for teens and young adults. We use LifeWay's Access Curriculum, and we supplement that with Awe and Wonders Curriculum. Both of those are really helpful. Uh, My son James, because he is very limited in his verbal ability, really benefits from Awe and Wonders Curriculum because it uses more of a PEC system. We also really like Ability Ministries curriculum. They have lots of great resources and video lessons. Um, So even if you use a different kind of curriculum, having those video options as an alternative or to kind of supplement when you're doing, especially in a busy season like Christmas, are really helpful. And so those are the three resources that I recommend. Lifeways Access Curriculum, Awe and Wonders Curriculum, and then Ability Ministries Curriculum. So let's talk about the space that this class meets in. So they enjoy activities that meet their interest in a sensory-friendly classroom. Now, we try to make it 
look more like a teen room. So it has a futon couch and it has a TV with a Nintendo Switch that they can play. But it also has a train table and an indoor trampoline because they like playing with the train table. And James especially uh, loves the indoor trampoline. We've had to move it to where he doesn't hit his head on the ceiling as he just continues to get taller. Uh, I visited a church one time that had a full coffee bar in their teen and adult room and a fully stocked fridge with all the drinks that the students could want. That church also had a huge closet for dress-up clothes because the class loved doing skits and acting out the Bible stories. So really, you can customize your space for the teens and adults who attend. Now, the class meets in the building on our campus that has a bathroom with a universal size changing table and it also has a shower if we need it. So that is really important um, whether you have anybody who needs that at this point or you want to make sure that you're prepared for any family who could visit. Uh, there's also handicapped parking spaces right in front of the building and there's a covered drop off and pickup area for rainy days. Uh, okay, so now let's talk about the teachers in the class and the teens who are in the class. So when I talk about James's class on social media, I get questions about how exactly it works to have typical teens in the class. So let's spend a little time talking about that. Most high schools have a program that's actually pretty similar to this, where teens with disabilities are in classes designed for them, and then they're joined by typical teens or typical peers. Our high school calls it the PALS program. So like James attends a PALS PE class or a PALS art class or a PALS choir class. And so it's kind of the, uh, even though he's in a self-contained class, we call it the fundamentals class for most of his day, he and doesn't go into any of the typical classes he does uh, interact with typical peers in kind of that re reverse inclusion environment so the concept is familiar for our teenagers the hope for them being in the class at church is that they would develop friendships and also model helpful behavior so they are more like students than teachers but they are there to help if needed so here's how I would set up the process for the teens who would want to help if you're setting up this kind of class at your church. So they could apply to be part of the class with a recommendation from their youth pastor or their Sunday school teacher, small group leader, any adult at the church who knows them well. Then they could watch a training video on their role in the class and the goals that they have there. And then they could let the ministry leader know if they have any questions. They wouldn't need the full buddy training that teens who serve in the preschool and elementary classes do, but at our church, our teenagers are trained to do both because lots of them who serve as peers in the RISE class also serve as buddies, especially during vacation Bible school or respite. They could sign up to join the class once a month or even more often. We try to limit it to once a month because the teenagers are missing most of the worship service, they're in there for the music, but they're not in there for pre the preaching. And we don't want that to be a consistent habit uh, for them to miss out. And so that's why we limit it to once a month, maybe twice a month. Um, but hopefully there's enough teenagers who are excited about coming that um, they wouldn't have to do it for more than once a month just so they could be in the service as well. 
You can decide on additional policies or training that would work for your church and the students that you have in your class. But those are the things that work for us. Now, as I mentioned, this is the fastest growing class in our ministry. In fact, we plan to launch another adult class next year as the ministry grows and the teens in this class become adults. I am so thankful for a class that fits James's needs so well at this stage. He is safe, he is celebrated, and that really means a lot to our entire family. Thank you for listening to this episode on our Reverse Inclusion class. You can visit keyministry.org slash podcast for the show notes and a transcript. If you have any questions, connect with us on social media, and I'll be sure to answer your questions when I see them there. And remember, if you've benefited from the work of Key Ministry in 2023, we would really appreciate your financial support so we can keep serving you in 2024. Visit keyministry.org slash donate to give today.